Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Man Whore Podcast is sponsored by HotMovies.com. Try out some ethical paid-for porn for free with none of those hidden fees or secret recurring subscriptions when you sign up at HotMovies.com slash bonus and use the promo code MANHORE. Have you been looking for someone to make you a custom erotic audio? Well, let Sharon lend her voice to your story or fantasy and make you an audio recording you can stroke to over and over. You'll hear her voice later in the commercial, but oh my god, she could read a grocery list and I would want to jerk off to it. For more information, visit eroticaudiorecordings.com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. All right, what's going on, all you adjective noun things I didn't come up with? Uh, this is Billy Presida, and you're listening to the Man Whore Podcast. Uh, I am joined this week by my uh, my guest co-host, Kendall Farrell. Farrell, I'm never going to get it. Truly, I'm either way, it's fine, Billy. <laughs> I think I would get your other last name <laughs> easier. Right. Uh, but uh, we just recorded a great bonus episode talking about, you know, sexy topics like male eating disorders. Yes. Yeah. The sexiest of them all. Yeah. You're all going to get to hear that uh, next week. But uh, for right now, we're, we're going to learn more about Kendall in a little bit. But first, we want to do show dates, people. Show dates. Okay. Uh, October 21st, I'm going to be at the Grizzly Pear here in New York City at 8 p.m. And then Los Angeles, November 4th, I'm going to be doing a live Man Whore podcast. I'm going to be on stage with not one, not two, but arguably too many of my exes on stage <laughs> in front of an audience because fuck me, right? Uh, that so sounds like it's going to be fun. Dude, it's so it's so rough. <laughs> I did one like two months ago with with three exes. Andrea Allen was one of them. So you can what you can get. No, Andrea Allen was your ex. Yeah, we dated briefly. That's so funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, for she, you. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, she made me a picnic once. It was very cute. Andrea, Andrea's idea on her own. Our second date. She said, "I want to take you out. Uh, I'm going to make us a picnic by the river." And so we went to Williamsburg by the East River. She like brought stuff, made us a picnic, and then I failed the Kinsey test. <laughs> we took turns giving it to each other. She scored whatever she scored. I answered my questions, <laughs> and it literally said it because there's um there's it's like zero to seven or whatever. But then there's like another option that's like something. I th- there's like a zero. There's a something. I didn't realize that you could get a failing grade on this test. <laughs> yeah, it said it literally says. Either you answered something wrong, or you're a very interesting person. Wait, that's, wait are you okay? I thought you were joking. This no, is, I swear to God. This is so funny, Billy. What? I think it was because I was... broke the Kinsey test? I broke it. I that's think, so funny. They were like, wait, 
He's fine with dicks in the room, but also doesn't want to touch the dicks. Well, that's weird. Uh, that seems like the test should be able to like still like that's not exactly a curveball. <laughs> for yeah. you would think the Kinsey test wouldn't be so narrow minded. They were yeah, it's group sex, Kinsey. Uh, oh, didn't you do it all the time? So yeah, uh, I'm gonna be on stage with like several exes again, but this My time God. in Los Angeles. Uh, so. Any of them comics? Two of them are comics. Uh, one, one we've heard on the show boy. before, uh, Jessica Lovelace Chandler. You may recognize her from episode, like in the early hundreds. You can go back and listen to that. Um, and then this woman, Jessica Gable. Oh, cool! Who like you I have don't, a type? What like crazy comics? No, Jessica's. Oh, Je- oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know she's or is it Jennifer? I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> we hooked up when I was in L.A. a while. Jennifer, Jennifer Gay. Oh, okay. And she, I don't think she realizes how not happy with her I still am. So it should be fun. That I only like unblocked her a... to ask her to do the show. Wow. Well, this sounds like it's gonna be. Uh, an evening full of action and mm-hmm. passion <laughs> and possibly revenge possibly so november 4th los angeles hollywood i'm i'm also supposed to say this free parking i don't understand why that's such a big deal but i was told by my producer you have to say there's free parking people will be into it people are not going to want to see you confront your ex if they can't park for free <laughs> <laughs> so you can go to manwhorepod.com slash tickets to get your ticket today go do that now it will help me not be as stressed uh manwhorepod.com slash tickets let's do that kendall do you have you got spots you want to plug um this is going to be out uh oh cool the, the 17th so yeah Oh, come to everybody should come to Scamp Comedy at Star Bar on Wednesday, November 7th at 8 p.m. That's going to be a good show. Uh, I forget who we have on it, but it's going to be great. Kendall's going to be on it, right? I'm going to be there. You're going to be on it. I'm going to be there. That's going to be a great show already. Yeah, Yeah, and come to Living for It at the Living Gallery next Monday, October 15th. Well, fantastic. Fantastic. With LA, we're going to be doing a meetup, okay? It's confirmed. I got this email from uh, a woman, Jessica. She writes, uh, Hey, Billy, having listened to your most recent episode at the gym yesterday. Oh, jealous. She went to the gym. (laughs) Bragging. Um, She said, you have no idea how great a distraction the podcast is from the tedium of long runs. I'm writing to let you know I'm interested in participating in a potential fan whore meetup when you're in LA in November. I don't know if she really likes you or just maybe hates the gym. (laughs) (laughs) In which case, like, there are so many other shows one could listen to. Um, That's true. I'm glad you listened to mine. So we will be doing a meetup. And if you are interested, shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. All right. Let me know you're down. I'm going to put something together. We'll have a good time. Wait, what's this chick's name? Uh, Jessica. (laughs) Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, we're continuing the thing. Oh, boy um we all know how that's probably gonna end then uh she also said that uh she also invited me for a run so maybe we'll do like a fan whore running thing i don't know shoot me an email you guys are gonna break up and she's gonna be on the podcast in two years (laughs) it's kind of how it goes (laughs) people go like so are you just like hooking up with people to like you know get more guests for the show (laughs) i'm like no 
But like, if we hook up, if we make out in two years, I will probably call you. It's kind of how show. this works. Yeah, I mean, showbiz. I, yeah, I mean, my guest uh, from last week is someone like I dated earlier this year. So who knows? Now I feel so excited. I didn't even have to make out with you, and I still get to be here. Yeah, yeah. You didn't have to go through that monstrosity of an experience. Yeah. Uh, you have to make out with a dude who who just has like random big ass sex toys just <laughs> sitting casually in the bedroom. Oh, that's cute. I've never seen one like that before. Yeah, it's like um, if it just vibrates like a motherfucker. We'll just yeah. I'm trying to think of like how to describe this to people who are listening. It's a giant pink dildo. I wouldn't say giant. I would approximate it at maybe like five nine, six nine inches. No, no. no, no. It's, like a, it's like six inches. It's a that's that's like you just I mean, got to measure from the base, Billy. I just yeah, I measure from the base. That is nine inches. I'm just like, okay, maybe I've just been lied to a lot. <laughs> I, I think that's I'm more like, what it is. I'm looking at that like that's like nine inches. That's what everyone tells me nine inches looks like. Yeah, no, because that's I. That's basically my size, and I am not nine no, inches. Okay, so you've been lied to. But sir. it's like attached to like a weird like it looks like <laughs> something you would like dry your dishes on, sort of. <laughs> Do you, do you see that? Like, it looks like <laughs> sort of like something you would like put underneath a strainer. Well, he, uh, Kendall is describing the Motor Bunny, the sponsor <laughs> of the LA live show. <laughs> uh, you all know how I feel about the Motor Bunny. Go to uh, motorbunny.com, use promo code MAN, or you get $50 off of this dish rack with a dildo on it. <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> And uh, it seems uh, I I can vouch for it seems unused. Honestly, like I don't know, I feel like I watch so much porn. The threshold for what would turn me on, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that would do it. <laughs> oh well, then we're gonna have to. That's a great segue for later when we when we talk about hotmovies.com. Oh, uh, hotmovies.com. Yeah. But before I get to that, I do want to read uh, another email I got. Uh, it's titled. Why can't you be more like Billy in quotations? <laughs> Would you care to read this one, Kendall? Yes. Hi. Hey, uh, my name is Paige. I'm a 25-year-old, mostly straight lady out in Northern California. I'm currently on episode 210. I've been bringing the show for... I've been binging the show for about... God damn dot, it, dot, Kendall! Dot, no. <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot two months Uh. i think she's playing this like very coy for some reason but i like her i was waiting to write until i caught up on all the episodes but i became a patreon member today so i figured i'd sent the email today too i genuinely love your show i don't always agree with you but i don't hold it against you she makes it sound like you're like running for office or something (laughs) (laughs) i started listening she's like i don't always agree with you but i would still vote for you to be like (laughs) mayor of my pussy (laughs) i mean i am like you know a straight white man with uh wrong opinions here and there yeah (laughs) okay i started listening because the title caught me and your sexy voice made me stay Ooh. okay Mm. i read this right this is becoming flirty I've thought about what to say in this email for a while, what episodes to bring up, what things to mention for what I'd roll my eyes at you for. But now that I'm here writing this, it honestly seems like way too much. Okay, that was sort of a mangled. What? (laughs) Okay, what episodes to bring up, what things to mention for what I'd rolled my eyes at you. Okay, so she's like, obviously has some whole... Like, she's like me, like... 
I do this in my head when I see like a hot guy on the train. I'm like, oh man, if he would just like lean over to me at a bar and be like, hey, do you come here often? <laughs> and I'd be like, what do you say that to everyone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm here brooding. Okay. Though I should mention that the oral sex auditions episode had me squirming at my desk, wondering if I should go into the bathroom at work to masturbate just to relieve the tension i've done that before <laughs> instead i went home and made my boyfriend fuck me four times nice. i do have a story for you though wait that's not the story <laughs> <laughs> Kendall's like coming four times a- <laughs> and, and she's like that's sort of a throwaway now i have a story my boyfriend and i are craigslist story success wow that is a sketch that writes itself i would love to see an e-harmony parody of a- like craigslist couples <laughs> a craigslist success story yeah in <laughs> it that'd be so fun okay i posted an ad on casual encounters without really knowing what it was and said i wanted somebody to hang out with and bitch about my roommate too i was flooded with dick pics <laughs> okay sorry what? that's craigslist casual so encounters flooded with dick pics funny Gosh. and predictable <laughs> i'm sorry i was she okay for i i she put like 17 o's in there flooded she, that's how many dick pics she got with dick yeah. pics my boyfriend however sent me a picture of a penguin with his penis out jk it doesn't say that <laughs> it's a regular penguin i invented the penis part because i was getting bored <laughs> we've been through a lot of shit sometimes literal you okay his dick slipped into my ass while drunk and i had a very runny reaction girl okay i'm sorry it's been four and a half years, and I can't imagine my life without him. I do have one complaint, and this is where the subject line ties in. He won't make out with me. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Okay, sorry. I just had to... <laughs> I was processing that. <laughs> what? That's like, like the what? strangest... Okay. Some people he, don't like it. Some he told don't... me once that he'd go down on me for hours, but making out wasn't his thing. Is he like... <laughs> is he like trying to pretty woman her what is this we were in bed and getting frisky and i'm desperately trying to make out with him he wasn't interested and i yelled throwing my hands up why can't you be more like billy have a great yeah. day i'll be listening to your voice on my way home oh attached is a picture i took when my boyfriend decided to go out with his friends instead of stay home and fuck me the theory was if i didn't get to see his dick he didn't get to see my tits oh she does. She's very beautiful. I like how okay, you just glossed wait, over the line where it's like, why can't you be more like Billy? Yeah. Well, Paige, first of all, I just want to <laughs> say I've shit on dicks before, too. So you're in you're in good company. It happens to the happens to the best of us. I went to a top 20 college. I dropped out. So I went there. <laughs> and if that can happen to me, then it can happen to anyone. So I'm sorry, Paige. Well, Paige, I'm sorry your boyfriend won't make out with you. Uh, that's very bizarre. I don't know. Have you ever had people who just like didn't want to make out with you? No, everyone wants to make out with me all the time. Obvi. Uh, <laughs> I only get that with like some people who think it's too intimate. And if we're just fucking, mm-hmm. like I have a fuck buddy who doesn't like kissing me too much mm-hmm. just because she's like, ah, it's a little intimate. So, but like with someone I'm dating, like if I had a girlfriend and she wouldn't make out with me, she would not be my girlfriend. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like that's just an odd. Yeah. I mean, Paige, I think I'm just like weirded out by this because <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep an open mind about this guy and I don't know him, but he seems like he's not very, he doesn't care a whole lot about what you want. And it seems like you really want that. And it seems like sort of a small thing for him to just be able to give you especially since you're 
letting him fuck you like all the time. You're letting him. Remember, ladies, when you when he fucks you, you let him fuck you. Exactly. Yeah. Sorry. I still don't really know how to talk about straight sex. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't Imagine this a... was two fellas and one guy would make out with his boyfriend. Yeah, I mean, I would be like, that's <laughs> weird. And if you want to make out with somebody, then like ditch this douchebag. Mm-hmm. Make out with someone more like Billy. I don't know. Make out. Yeah. Move on. Find <laughs> Billy. Hit Billy up. Yeah, I don't know. It just seems like you're like, I don't know, Paige. As long as you're happy, that's all I'm. That's all I'm worried about. Yeah, but like, as nice as like, I mean, I know boobies may not be your thing, but like, does this look like hey, someone who's happy? I don't think everybody she, loves a good pair of boobies, and she has great boobies. She looks like she's got great tits, but she looks so like not happy. I she think look, she looks happy. I think she looks an, annoyed that he's out with his friends. That's I can see that. Um, I can see that. <laughs> Well, uh, Kendall, we just did a bonus episode for my Patreon uh, members. That's true. Yeah. What 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 we talk about? We talked about like eating disorders, like the male eating mm. disorder, because we both had one. Yeah. Uh, you you <laughs> uh, maybe almost being too much of an advocate for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I was just trying to say, um, you know, like sometimes people are like. Wow, that must have been a really hard time in your life. And it was, you know, like I was starving myself all the time. But also like being like 19 and like hot with like a hard body, like had a lot of its own advantages. And that's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> well, I thought it was, a, it was a, I think it's a topic we don't discuss often. Yeah. Uh, men and bodies, because there's no like, there's no body positive Dove commercial yeah. for men. We just have Seth Rogen. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, if you're not hot, be funny or rich, mm-hmm. but that's all you got going on. Yeah. I only started to get funny as my body started to decline, honestly. So. <laughs> <laughs> Correlation. Oh, no. I know. Yeah, I know. But yeah, it was it was a hard time in my life, but there were some privileges that came along with it. Obviously, like that's why you do it. But obviously, I mean, you know, as I mentioned on the episode, I was shitting myself constantly. I looked amazing, but I was like basically incontinent. So <laughs> it has its ups and downs. Buyer beware. Well, if Buyer you want to, beware. If you want to yeah. get access to that bonus episode, uh, is available for all my $5 and up fan whores over at patreon.com slash podcast. Before we get to my guest this week, Serena Danyari, uh, want to talk a little bit about HotMovies.com, a little bit of the porns. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. I've heard about these porns. Oh, you've heard of them, yes. I've heard whispers of the winds. Whispers in the winds. Yes. People are on the internet. Tell me about this HotMovies.com. Yeah. <gasps> Gosh. Well, uh, HotMovies.com uh, is a pay-per-minute porn site, which I think is a future in the porn-paying model. For people to ethically pay for some of their porn mm-hmm. is uh, you buy like a bundle of minutes and then let's say you're watching an hour long porno. You only get four minutes in. I'm not judging you. I'm just saying you got four minutes in. It takes four minutes out of your time bank. So if you bought like 300 minutes for 30 bucks, now you got 296 left and it just does it in that way. And then that money that you buy, like for if you watch it, money trickles down to the studios and the performers. So then at least, you know, people are getting paid for this stuff. Porn is the actual industry that trickle-down economics was meant to describe. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now, Hot Movies has got a, uh, a new uh, film out from Evil Angel Studios called I Am Angela, starring the uh, bodacious Angela White. Uh, is a pseudo-documentary uh, and includes her first scene with a trans performer. I'm told it's worth watching. Uh, the blurb that I'm given is, I Am Angela, which is like a very lofty porn title. 
Like, I am Angela, hear me fuck. <laughs> I, I am Angela is a vivid, honest, and humanizing portrait of a woman whose personal and sexual journey challenges assumptions about the adult industry and the performers within it. But uh, but you're not you're not too much into the the straight sexes, I'm assuming. No, I've not watched I've, the straight. Porn. I haven't since I was like a teenager, really. And I, whenever I revisit it, it all seems like really scary and violent. <laughs> oh gosh, is is now? I do not watch as much gay porn. Notice mm-hmm. I said not zero gay porn, but I have yeah. not watched as much gay porn. Oh as my you. god, Billy, you have to tell me what, what gay porn you've watched. Where uh, did you find it? But not, I mean, at the time, not hotmovies.com. No, um, <laughs> no, it was even back in the LimeWire days because you're my age, right? Vaguely, mm, right? I'm 25. Right. So you had LimeWire, Nap- uh, Napster. I remember LimeWire, yeah. It's been so long, I, I almost to... forgot the name of Napster. Oh my God. That's how long it's been. I used uh, to use LimeWire <laughs> to illegally download Weird Al songs. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, very different uses. So I and would. Can you believe I was also getting bullied a lot at the time? <laughs> Well, I would just like search a porn term and then I would just like click through a bunch of things, whatever th- things was not broke, whatever files mm-hmm. weren't broken. That was my porn catalog. That was, you were an opportunistic porn hunter. And sometimes the porn would end up being like a gay porn mm-hmm. that I did not intend to download. Yeah. But you sometimes watch a little bit to be like, well, like, is a chick going to show up? Mm-hmm. Like, is this threesome porn? But like, she's showing up, you know, fast. You're like how late. sharks wouldn't usually like eat a whale. <laughs> but if they come across like a dead whale carcass, they'll like have some. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. And then plus the every once in a while, like the, the self check in of like, do I like dick? And then mm-hmm. nah, that that's a lot of body yeah. hair that I'm just not into. Uh <laughs> well, there's certainly a lot of gay porn where there's no body hair. Sure. I would imagine. Uh, a whole a whole lot of it. Do you I have a favorite porn saying. star? Um, I don't know. I think Sean Cody's that's such a good site. That's not a porn model. That's just like a porn. Oh. That's like a porn site. And it's just like all these hot athletic dudes. Do you have a particular performer you enjoy? Uh, yeah, I think, I don't know. I probably choose Jess. Jess is sort of a classic. Who's Jess? You know, if you just search for Jess, Sean Cody, I'm sure. I don't know if it'll come up. This would be terrible product placement if it doesn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just searched oh, yeah, Jess, he does. Sean he comes, Cody. He comes right up. Comes right up on hotmovies.com. We got yeah. Jess. We got the sequel, Jess 2. Jess 2. <laughs> There's... Are these just the names of the guys? Because well, it's, it's all like just... he looks exactly the same. In, in <laughs> this, look, this looks like different people. Jess and Jess too. Really? No, yeah, I think maybe. they look. They look. It's the same person. Okay. <laughs> but that just goes to show that like, hotmovies. And I guess this is hotmovies.com. Like sh- obviously, has it all. Sean Cody's the studio. I'm, I'm, I take yes. it. Yeah. So they have like all that stuff. Uh, you can find different studios, directors, performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the categories is what I think is fun about hot movies. Um, Do they have like fraternity porn here? That's another one of my favorites. I'm also making sure. I like the kind of porn where it's like two guys who are like, bro, it's not gay if we're both just really horny. Have you heard of the book Not Gay? No. Oh, yeah, I think I have. Yeah, Not Gay. Sex between straight white men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a sucker for like sex between like two like dumb straight dudes. (laughs) Uh, Well, let's see if like frat is in here. Yeah, so they have uh, college. I guess that's the college teen, mm-hmm. teeny bopper version in gay porn is like college boy frat stuff. Probably. Yeah. So a thousand and three videos that are all just about, I mean, this one's detention, <laughs> detention 
detention uh yeah see there's like it's like they're playful like bro if we're it's not gay if we're both just in detention and can't leave yeah it's like what else could we do homework that's so gay yeah that's uh, that's gay so you would be gayer for us not to fuck exactly man we gotta do it exactly to get all these chicks when you think about it (laughs) yeah that's exactly my kind of porn so whether you wait what other links have you clicked on feminist porn awards Billy, uh, what a progressive choice i like the feminist porn family porn no <laughs> what kind of family porn are you watching billy i did did i click that yeah oh <laughs> well, now we've learned all sorts of things oh billy you know billy's been smoking weed recently for the not the first time <laughs> but like i knew i purchased weed for the first time ever like a couple weeks ago wow ever. that surprises me all the weed i've smoked free or like i found it wow people well i suppose like people must like gift it to you and stuff or just like someone smokes me up or yeah. i literally whenever i do shows like if i'm doing like out outside like you know if i have a chance to do like a longer set outside the city i'm always like always do my weed bits because people always give me weed oh i gotta write some weed bits to get mm-hmm. the free weed yeah yeah so it was my first time buying weed and the the delivery girl who came over it was her first day on the job selling weed yeah so we were just like both really nervous like, <laughs> oh, how do we do this that's so funny yeah <laughs> uh, so i guess who knows what i've been watching when i'm stoned but this just goes to show that there's like look at all these categories like how niche the categories get and this is just on the gay sex the gay porn site oh this is all just the gay section yeah because they have like so if i go up here see like they've straight fetish they've straight fetish and gay is like how they put them so if i click straight you mm-hmm. get like different categories i see so um, wait, st- gay is like underneath the umbrella of straight here <laughs> uh is it was it it no. seems like it well no no, no like but... so on the site they have like the straight oh gay, okay i see and then each tab has its own plethora I see of categories yeah right so if you I want like specifically gay J- japan mosaic porn there's 148 videos on a wow, topic they have, I don't like, know. Inter- like it's, I wonder if there are people who are like, I can only come to Polish porn. And which, <laughs> uh, yeah, international Poland, that's a that's an option here. So there really is, like if you're into a thing, Hot Movies has got it. And you can get a 40-minute free trial. No tricks. You put in your credit card information, but there's no tricks. They're not going to charge you secretly. There's no secret subscriptions. No hidden fees. You go to hotmovies.com slash bonus. Use promo code manhor. We're going to give you 20 extra minutes on any package you choose from. So if you choose the free trial, you got 40 minutes. What a deal. Mm-hmm. And you get to feel good about it because it's ethically paid for porn. You're That's not so stealing great. it. You don't have to feel like, oh, I'm going to Pornhub. Someone's not getting paid for this. No, people getting paid. So hotmovies.com, people. Go do the thing. And now for our guest this week, Serena Danyari. Uh, Serena is a writer, uh, activist, speaker, uh, who does a column at Mike.com called Transplaining. Uh, we did a lot of talking about gender and trans issues and safety and consent, all that fun stuff. Um, it's a good, it's going to be a good one. You ever hook up with anyone who's trans? I haven't uh, yet. There's been, but open to it. Of course. Trans men or trans women? Trans men. Trans men. So it uh-huh. could be like, I can mess around with this vagina situation so long as there's a mask looking presentation. Yeah, like I'm attracted to like masculinity. Mm-hmm. Same, same. Like I consider myself a real gynophile, but at the same time I was sitting across from Serena being like, ah, oh, god damn it, you're made, ah, that f- I feel things now, shit. 
Yeah. Um, now I gotta go reevaluate life. But yeah, we had a really fantastic conversation. I think she's great. I think you're all gonna love her. Before we get to Serena, Kendall, where can people find you? People can find me uh, on Instagram at Kendall Farrell. I can find me on Facebook slash Kendall Farrell Comedy. And uh, you can find me every third Monday at the Living Gallery and every third, every first Wednesday at Star Bar in Bushwick. Fantastic. Well, uh, Kendall, thanks so much for co-hosting this intro with me, give it, uh, providing some color commentary. And for now, let's go ahead and chat with Serena Donyari. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Man, I'm hoping I, I'm hoping I say her last name right. I mean, I think the medical aspect is interesting. I know a mm-hmm. lot of trans girls don't like to talk about it. Um, yeah. But yeah. Okay. Anything, pretty much. You're saying anything, yeah. but like also, I don't know, but do you ever just feel like, oh, like they're asking me the same 10 like questions that I get asked every time? Well, this is what I found. I found that once you become like a trans person of like of some sort of public recognition, mm-hmm. the trans community like looks to you to be like the spokesperson of the entire community and they're like don't fuck up yeah, exactly so it puts like a lot of pressure on you because i'm serena and i am trans but i am not the spokesperson of the entire trans community my experience is my own so oftentimes i find myself saying things or doing things that people in the trans community like come back and like roast me really hard on twitter or facebook and like you're terrible i can't believe you said that you let us down and i'm like i didn't like i'm sorry i made you feel that way but like i did not mean to let anyone down i'm just speaking through the lens of like my own personal experiences yeah it's like my opinion doesn't have to toe the party line 100 percent of the way yeah i'm allowed to have my own per i'm allowed to deviate yeah a little which is why I'm not, I've stopped being on the Caitlyn Jenner bashing train because while she is problematic in some ways, like we also need to have representations of trans people that deviate from the norm. So Mm -hmm. if she's a conservative and she's, you know, that's her thing. Like, that's her. That's Caitlyn Jenner. We just, like, let, to, let need to let people be whoever they want to be. She killed a guy. You know what? That's just being Kate. That's yeah. Just- <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk about that. Like, yeah. Okay. She voted for Trump, but she also, like, killed a guy. So, like, maybe that should be people's problems with her uh yeah that was that was like early i think that was earlier on in like the announcement where like she still had like a lot of that like straight male privilege where it's like yeah "Yeah, you can still kill a guy it's fine yeah yeah (laughs) no i mean she got away with it so i'm sure her male privilege had something to do with that yeah well i mean like i feel like there's a lot of um i've been noticing that there's like pressures like uh, so, last night, like I was at this like film screening about like this sex worker, Nelly Arcane Arcon. I don't know how to say it. Um, went to go support like a thing, and at the end, like there was a Q and A, and there was a lot of talks about how this is like a flawed representation of like a real person who was a sex worker, um, who had her own issues with like eating disorders and drug addiction and mm-hmm. plastic surgery, and it eventually hang you know hanged herself. Yeah. Um. So there's uh, there are a lot there are a lot of talks like oh this you know oh it gave this representation and cool, but also it's like. 
yeah, but will people see this and think that's what sex workers are? Yeah. And it's like, but maybe, but that was her. So like what you want. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. There are also bad. There are, there are uh, sex workers who are like are flawed and sex workers who are great. Just like there are deli guys who are great and many who are flawed. Right. Like, just like anything else. No, I think everyone likes things to be very clearly demarcated very palatable narratives that they Mm. can you know easily understand but things are messy people are different people People? are they different yeah they're different holy shit it or not so (laughs) no one is going to be the perfect role model the perfect spokesperson also we need to give room for people to like make mistakes and Mm. not this whole like canceled culture is like really I'm just not about it. And I used to be like a staunch social justice. I mean, when I first like started transitioning, I just felt like I need to like call people out when they misgender someone or when they do this, that and the other thing. But like, if you, if you call people out and like try to make them feel really bad about it, you're actually just alienating them from the cause. Mm -hmm. So I found it's much better to do like a call-in type of thing. Like, okay, you made a mistake. You're not a bad person. Let's maybe talk about like the right ways to do this instead of just being like, she's canceled, he's canceled, next. Like, you know, it's, it's just not, it's not sustainable. Well, you haven't been canceled yet. I haven't (laughs) been canceled, but after my recent video... I may be canceled. Well, that's a good time to say. I'm sitting here right now with Serena. Is it Daniari? Daniari, yes. Daniari. What 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 background is that? I'm Iranian. Iranian. Yeah. Daniari. Okay. Serena Daniari, uh, the the writer behind Transplaining. Yes. Uh, and wait, tell me about the what's the video that you got flack for this time? So Mike, the company I work for, mm-hmm. a media company, we launched a show called um, Mike Dispatch, and it basically sends correspondents. Uh, across the country to cover different stories uh, pertaining to different like beats like Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ, drag culture, things like that. So I'm the correspondent focusing on trans issues. So Mm -hmm. for this past video that aired this last week, I did a video about detransitioning. So people who end up reversing their gender transitions. And I spoke to Walt Heyer, who... He's... um, I believe he's in his 70s. And he... Back in... A couple decades ago, he transitioned from male to female, had sex reassignment surgery, lived as a woman for eight years, realized he regretted it, and went back to living as Walt. And now he has become a very outspoken person against the trans community. Uh He's called transitioning the greatest medical fraud of all time. He says trans people are suffering from like schizophrenia and all these things. And so once the video launched, people in the trans community were super pissed at me because I gave him a platform. But I feel like they didn't watch the video all the way through because I directly challenged Walt to his face. I brought in experts to debunk his bad science. And I feel like people just didn't give it a chance because people are only interested in absorbing narratives that are palatable to them. But it's good to be challenged. It's good to be uncomfortable. Mm. It's good to have conversations with people who you don't necessarily agree with. Don't say that to a college student in this country. No, exactly. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. Um, but I did it. And, I, you know, I'm... I'm reaping the the consequences now a little bit. Of his, you know, freaked out. Because imagine... I, I, I got to imagine that's all just pure defense mechanism for his brain to even like be okay with whatever the fuck happened yeah 
because he's like, I had this whole, uh, th- then they're all bad. That's how I come to terms with this. Yeah, it's, no. And dude's got issues. It sounds like he is reeling from trauma of the surgery. But the thing is he, he's now very much on the bandwagon of like, I've been redeemed and restored. He's married to a woman. Now they're leaving, like leading a very wholesome Christian life. And like, he's very much like, I'm not trans. I don't want anything to do with the LGBT movement, but like he has a pussy. Like okay. he had sex reassignment surgery. He's, you know, presumably having sex with his wife, who's a woman. To me, that's like queer sex. That's They're still having queer, queer sex. <laughs> and he has a vagina, but is a man in every other way. So he's still kind of trans. So I'm just like, like, what are you doing? Yeah, like, like come you're, on. You're pretty, Quit playing here. Exactly. Just like own it. Like own it. And yeah. That's why I didn't even know you could trans like reverse. The transition. It's a very, so I do want to say, so. I don't get roasted by the trans community even further. Detransitioning is very much the exception and not the norm. Right. So I think conservatives like to perpetuate this, like focus on this really minuscule group of people who detransitioned and point to them like, look, they regret it. That means trans people shouldn't do it and we should gatekeep the medical process. But in reality, the majority of people who detransition do not detransition because they are not trans. They detransition because it's really fucking hard to be trans. Like it's hard to move through the world as a trans mm. person. So it is not being trans in and of itself that is difficult. It is the social obstacles that trans people have to face joblessness, access to healthcare, uh, you know, discrimination, violence, all that jazz, you mm. know? Yeah. Uh, I hear it's, I hear it's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big shock. I don't know. I just walked through the world. And I'm like, oh, this is pretty. This is pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. But apparently, other people don't get to do that. It's strange. Uh, it's strange to me. But yeah, no, it's not always a walk in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for some people, that means you know they just. It's not that they're not trans, but they just like need to take a break from the transness for yeah. like a minute. You know, recover. Or do you need? Or or maybe in, in someone's case like yourself, like sometimes you, do you feel like you need to take a break from just being the person to go to? Yeah, I mean, which is hard because you put yourself in a position, literally, like not just as a public trans person, but yeah. you're like, I started an advice column, like so now yeah. you are you're the person that you tell them, no, no, come, yeah, send your emails, uh, except on Fridays, I need a day off. Yeah, All no, right. I mean, I ha- I take vacations i go to the spa i get my nails done i i get so many emails and google alerts and tweets and things like that sometimes i literally just like mute all my apps because i can't like it stresses me out and i've actually been getting a lot of flack from trans men too because trans men feel like i'm not representing their stories because my work tends to focus on the experiences of trans feminine individuals Mm -hmm. but i feel like i'm not the right person to speak for trans men we should have trans men doing that um but i have tried more and more to include trans masculine narratives and genderqueer narratives I'm, I'm trying to broaden it out as much as i can right yeah i was watching like the first episode of uh or some of the videos from your walking while trans yeah and so you had like you had like a variety in there you had some yeah. people use they them and all and yeah all that jazz. yeah we had Derek Dujour, who is amazing, um, a non-binary stylist who uses they, them pronouns as a part of the project. And yeah, I thought that was a really important, we need, mm. we need more because a lot of like they, them people don't know 
you know. Can we call them they them people? The, uh, Probably gen- not. Gender I don't care. Are, I, you, again, are you checking I, me right hey, now? No, I don't mind. No, I'm checking for my own so I know what I can do. Or no, not. no. The correct terminology is non-binary, gender queer, gender non-conforming. Sure. But a lot of them use they them pronouns. Sure. Some of them use Z. Or Z, the gyms, there's a lot of yeah, fun ones floating I, around. I read on a Vice article recently that a parent is raising a child as gen- like without gender, gender yeah. and using the pronoun hen. And I was like, okay, that's fine. interesting. Fine. Um, that's that's how I go. Yeah. I, I sigh, I'm like, yeah. fine, whatever. You yeah. know, okay, just, yeah. okay, fine. No, if that's what you want. For me, it's like, I can't proclaim to understand like i'm a very much living as a trans woman on the binary mm. if anything i'm like very much on the feminine scale like i i'm a, I, yeah. my presentation is pretty feminine so like i don't get what it means to be non-binary or gender neutral but just because i don't personally understand something doesn't mean i can't respect it right so i have so much love and respect for non-binary people and genderqueer people who um who are really widely misunderstood, in my opinion. Mm. Well, so do you, and, and I told you, like, uh, I told you through emails, like, ah, I don't have like 10 uh, here. Are the please, you know, be like the trans person talking about, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but, but do you mind to um, explain to people? Cause you talk about, we don't, we fear things we don't understand. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are starting to understand, at least my people, at least yeah. understand transgender. I think that's a yeah. thing that's fairly understood, but can you explain what's genderqueer? What's non-binary? Yeah. What, what are these, these terms that we're hearing, yeah. what do they mean? Yeah, so historically, you know, ever since, I mean, when we're born, like, what's the first question, or like when uh, someone is pregnant, what's the first question people ask? Is it a boy or a girl? Yeah. You know, blue or pink? So this is idea... Is it a Corvette? I don't know. Uh... <laughs> no, but this idea of gender is like so fundamental, like from birth, mm-hmm. like we are taught that like, gender is like super duper rigid so we grow up like feeling like you know for a lot of people i don't really fit in these categories or at least not very neatly and i think for a lot of gender queer gender non-conforming people they really are in a place where they're just like male doesn't feel quite right female doesn't feel quite right I'm somewhere in the middle Mm. or, you know, I'm somewhere on the outside. I don't identify on a binary at all. And so for that's really, I think what it means is like gender queer people and non-binary people are in a unique position to sort of play with gender Mm. and, you know, push the boundaries and figure out what's right for them. um, Even if it means that they have to deal with a lot more questions and, you know, people laugh at it and, you know, they're like, oh, they and them and Z, these pronouns are ridiculous. But in reality, it's not. These are pronouns that make people feel validated mm-hmm. and affirmed. And I think it's important to do that. For sure. I used to be on the uh, the they, them is a, is a silly pronoun choice because, like, at that point, like, we're choosing which word to use. That, yeah. Not being genderqueer is a choice. It's the, the word we're going to use. I was like, ah, is this, that, and that. But then my ex came out to me uh, when we were dating as genderqueer and I'm not, and said we could stop using condoms. And then I was like, I could say it. I could say the thing. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I probably get them right. You know, um, I think the first way that got me to think of it differently was uh, I had this uh, person on Milka Halili who's like a uh, former porn performer, yeah. porn writer. And, and, uh, and they were like uh, in my, in, I forget which Southeast Asian country they're from, yeah. but in like their parents' native language, there is no he, she, everybody's yeah. they. I'm like, 
okay, you got me. Yeah. Sold. I can I can buy into this way. Yeah, yeah. exactly. In a lot of different countries, just gender ne- neutral language yeah. is adopted when addressing people. So I think it's like weird that we have such an aversion to it in America. Mm. But I think like America is just like obsessed with gender. Right. Like what car do you drive designates whether you're masculine or feminine and all these things. Um, can I ask you how you identify? Because oh. you told me your partner came out as genderqueer, and I'm just curious. Sure. Uh, well, my my ex, who like I met and thought I thought they were a lesbian. Okay. Uh, then they hit on me. It was like, no, I'm I'm bi. I'm like, oh, awesome. And Got then uh, and then like a couple months in, was like, you know, this is more what I'm feeling. And I was yeah. like, all right, I identify as straight. Um, yeah. You know, every time it's it's just more like every time I I can not like Ryan Reynolds is a beautiful man. It's just every time I imagine the dick, that's when I start getting turned yeah. off or whiskers. You know, yeah. like yeah, I don't. Ryan I'm not. This is a good choice. I feel like right. Like if that if there was the guy, I feel like yeah. that would be the guy. Yeah, uh, but he has to be talking like he's in Deadpool. That's the only. <laughs> he needs to have the writing staff on hand. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's that's my thing. But uh, gender has been more the thing on on my mind. Yeah. Because uh, I've never felt like here's okay so. Oh, this going uh what weird. I have I talked about this on an open mic once. Okay. Um I've always felt like the gender thing the genderqueer non-binary thing didn't make sense to me in the way that trans makes sense to me. Cause yeah. and please correct my dumb face if I'm wrong. Yeah. I do I'm wrong often. Um being trans, like you feel like in the wrong body, right? Like that- uh, well, I'll let you finish. But uh, the, the, to me, it seemed like it was the I feel I'm in the wrong body. Yeah. This oh, situation doesn't feel right. Yeah. That that is... (laughs) I'm like looking for affirmation. That is partially correct. Okay. So there is this one narrative, and I know I keep using narrative over and over again, Mm -hmm. but there's this one narrative of transness that it's like born in the wrong body. Like I was always a girl on the inside, but, you know, I had a male body and I played with Barbies and, you know, when I grew up, I, you know, changed genders. And that's one narrative of transness that is very digestible to cisgender people because it's like, oh, this person, this poor trans person, you know, didn't have a choice. They felt this way. But for a lot of trans people, that narrative is not necessarily true. Mm -hmm. Like, I lived as a gay guy for many years, and I wasn't, like, tortured by it. I, you know, I didn't figure out I was trans for a long time. You know, the narrative we hear about trans people is, like, I knew when I was, like, two or three, like, Mm -hmm. that I was trans. But no, I lived as a gay guy for, like, a very long time, a little skinny twink in the party scene and the circuit scene. And I had a lot of fun like that. So... My journey was not linear in that sense. I had to take a bunch of detours and, you know, finally figured out, oh, I actually want to be a woman. I've always been feminine, Mm. but it was never like, oh, I was born in the wrong body. I, you know, I was so disgusted with my male body. Mm. At just at a certain point, I was like, oh, this seems like the natural next step for me. And also we need to recognize that transitioning is not a monolithic experience. Every transition looks different. So some trans people do hormones and surgery like I have. Mm -hmm. Some trans people don't. And that's okay. There's no right or wrong way to transition. So I think we really need to fundamentally reconsider what transition can be or should be or born in the body wrong body is like a nice little catchphrase but i don't think it's accurate for everyone okay i do i do agree that it's digestible for like you know middle of america not exposed like that's 
if we just need to get some people on board. Yeah. Born in the wrong good, body. Easy is a thing. Good easy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Be like, I don't understand it, but like, I'll say the thing. Fine. Yeah. Right. But then with like gender queerness, non-binary, uh, non-conforming, like that didn't make some. So I, I asked some people and they'll be like, well, I don't always feel like a boy and like a girl. I'll be like, well, do you feel like you're happy with the part situation? Be like, oh yeah, like this I want. Like if I want to strap something on, I can strap it on. But yeah. this is what I want. But then they're like, but like, I'm not your typical girl, but I'm also not your typical boy. And I'm like, but if we're trying to get rid of the gender norms, period, yeah. then isn't the concept of gender just not needed? Because if there is, like, I am not a man-man. I had a, I had like a, I, I used a webcam. Yeah. And I had a client once who he was like, look, dude, I just want, I don't want you to jerk off. I don't need to get that naked. I just want you to sit around and be a gross dude, you know? I just want you to scratch your balls, burp, pick your nose. Hey, I just scratch your ass. I just want you to be a man. Oh and I'm like, God. I know like most of the words to a lot of the songs in Wicked. Not a man, <laughs> not your guy, right? Like if you want manliness, I'm not him. I love football. I will spend all Sunday eating gross food and burping and farting and watching football. Yeah. But like I will also really enjoy wearing my menagerie uh, or like uh, I will I will be in this room just twirling around and singing to fucking a Rent Lady Gaga mashup. Yeah, oh my god, I'm such a Rand fan. Right. Day. So it's just like, I don't feel like I'm in those categories, yeah. but I'm also happy with this whole penis situation. Yeah. It's a, it seems a lot easier chemically. Yeah. Jesus, you ladies with your vaginas, they all... That's a whole. It's like a petri dish. So you just like you breathe on it wrong, and it's down for the count for a week. <laughs> right? Yeah. So... And then recently at Cancun, actually, I went. Um, so I went with uh, with a partner of mine, Kenzie, and they had theme nights every night, right? Yeah. So there's a reason to dress up to go dancing before we all take our clothes back off. One night was lingerie and lipstick, and so I have this. I own this thing called Menagerie. Is it like men's lingerie? Let me just make sure it's not like right here. Oh, I can. I'll show you. Yeah, it's like men's lingerie. Oh my god! Right, it's like this. Like now, I have the high waisted because that's my body type. Does it but, like tuck everything inside of you? Um, th- not really. It's all just kind of laying flat against this material, this groinal material. But the rest is this like floral lace print. Got so it. it's like a boxer brief, basically, that goes up. And uh, and so it's like men's lingerie, it, but it's called men menagerie because, of course, if dudes are gonna wear panties, we gotta be yeah. fucking men about it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um. But like, I I remember the first time I put them on, I ran my like hand up my thigh and like onto my ass, and I was like, I feel hot. Like this is sexy. Yeah. And so at the resort, I was like, I'm a fuck with them because they want the men's dress code. It's very heteronormative resort. There's there's, yeah. there's some things we can deal with, but I like them overall. They uh they were like, well, the men are gonna wear shorts and suspenders or something like that, and the women you wear your lingerie and lipstick. And yeah. I said, fuck that. Uh, I, I told Kenzie, I was like, let's fuck with these old people. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're all older than us. Uh, we were, we're in our 20s and everyone there was like late 30s to mid 50s. So I was like, I'm going to fuck with it. I'm going to wear the menagerie. You put some lipstick on me, but I'm also going to wear like a fitted hat yeah. that says, thank you for being a slut on it. Yeah. Uh, and some eyeliner. And yeah. And so I go out there and like now the women loved it. They were like, oh my God, hot. The guys look confused. Yeah. Because they're like, are we... Are we, is that allowed? Are we allowed to, uh, <laughs> are we allowed to be pretty? And so, and so in this, like, I don't, like, I don't feel like manly. I, I, and I feel, I've, I've been told I give off feminine energy a lot. Does that mean I'm trans? I, I'm pretty sure not that, but, uh, 
but I don't feel like, like I said, I don't feel like a man, but I also don't feel like I need to like use a different pronoun to feel validated. I yeah. feel like what I would rather more is that men are allowed to be whatever the fuck they want to be. Women can, you know, play football, hashtag like a girl. Yeah. And let's stop this whole men do this, women do this thing. Yeah. No, I think the point you raised is spot on, which is that like gender is kind of just stupid like some old men back in the day decided certain things were for women and certain Uh. things were for men and we as a society need to continually challenge those ideas if you want to dress up in lingerie Mm -hmm. and wear lipstick and that makes you feel good it doesn't necessarily mean you're trans but you should be you should be able to do whatever you want to do right and it doesn't make you less of a man i mean i don't i know men who dress up and don't identify as trans but i think the fact that like you were able to go out in this heteronormative resort and make men uncomfortable it challenges them it makes them like you know, second guess their own ideas of what man a man should be or what a woman should be. And I think we need to continue to fuck with gender and play right. with gender and make people uncomfortable and take up space. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. as trans people, we're so often taught to make ourselves smaller and you know, unnoticeable and fly under the radar because we don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um but no, like, fuck that. Like, we should be, you know, outspokenly trans. We should make people uncomfortable. We should take up space. It's the time for that. Yeah. Well, then I, I want to take go one step further. I just want to burn gender to the ground. Yeah. So that I can go back to, like, enjoying my musicals alone in my room. And it's that's just what Billy does. Eh? Because men don't do anything in particular except pee standing up. Like, that's... that's yeah. You know, just men can do that, I guess. And, men and can some also... women can do that, too. Exactly. <laughs> right. Oh, right. True. Right. Sorry. I apologize. Um, so, yeah, like, I don't know. That, and, and so it's all been, I've been all fucked up for the last two weeks because I texted Kenzie last night. I was like, there's a woman living inside me. And she's like, what? I'm like, <laughs> we'll talk her. later. Unleash her, honey. No, bring her out. <laughs> no, I think I think a lot of men probably have some feminine what are considered to be feminine tendencies. Right. They just don't display them openly or publicly because stigma and shame, blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm talking about. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, toxic masculinity <laughs> yeah. hurts dudes too. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's this comedian, Bill Burr, has a funny bit. like, And he's one of those older dudes who, like, far from politically correct, doesn't get all the things, but you can tell he has, like, you know, his heart's in the right place, but just doesn't understand stuff. Yeah. So at one point, like, he's describing toxic masculinity. But he's not saying those words because he doesn't use those words. Yeah. But he's like, you know, oh, like, why are, why does this guy do this thing? It's like, yeah, it's because when he was seven, he couldn't, like, hug a puppy or, you know, think a baby's cute. And then it just gets mashed down until it just fucking explodes. Yeah. No, people love to pathologize anything that's mm-hmm. different from the norm and try to find reasons. Why did this happen? Why is this yeah. person that way? No, it's just ridiculous. You ever go on, like, a date with a dude and just be like, you have a lot you need to just let out. Like, I feel... Yes, men are. I hope I don't offend your male audience, but ah, men, men are very, please. men are very repressed. Um, I find myself just like wanting men to like open up, just like tell me who you are. Like I don't care about what car you drive and what you know your your penthouse apartment and all. Just like 
be interesting. Like yeah. that, like superficial things. Like, yeah, they're nice. I like to be spoiled and have nice things. But like, I also just like want like be interesting. Like, have a unique perspective. Like, you can't just rest on the laurels of your penthouse and your Maserati. Like, you know what I'm saying? Which app are you on? That you, all everyone's got a <laughs> Raya, Maserati. Honey, Raya. Oh, you're on the Raya. I need to get on that shit. Uh, I need to find me a, a nice rich lady. I'm looking for my. I'm looking for a new sugar mama. Yeah, no, yeah. it's it's a good way to go. Yeah. Well, have you have you sugared? Um. So define sugar. Define sh- okay. I have been. There's wiggle room in this answer. Well, I have been <laughs> on dates with wealthy men uh-huh. who shower me with gifts and things like that. Um, most recently, a very high profile person who I will not say his name because yeah. I, I will say it to you offline. Yeah, and maybe he's not that high. He's he's high profile. I'll judge how high profile this dude is. He's high profile in the comedy world, stand up comedy world. Okay, so I, that's what I will say. And so, I so I don't know if that because I was never expected to sleep with them. Mm-hmm. It was very much like going giving them a girlfriend experience, like going to dinner with them, and like you were. It was never like I'm gonna bust it wide and like mm-hmm. at the end of the night. So if I ever did have sex with one of them, it was because I wanted to, not sure. because I felt that there was like a transaction going on. That so- was there uh, was there a spoken or some sort of written like expectation, not of the sexual element of yeah. the I am going to take you out and shower you with things, and we're going to do that like in a more than one off basis. Yeah. So then it, that sounds like sugaring. It was not a written contractual sure. thing but it was very much like us before agreeing to everything setting boundaries setting expectations for what we wanted from one another mm-hmm. um and yeah i, I mean what, if you what kind of boundary what kind of expectations did you set well i was i was paying I'm, paying paying was that one of the expectations set so it was never like Give me $500 in cash or an allowance or anything like that. Uh, it's more like I'm in a relationship with a wealthy man who likes to buy me nice things. In return, I give him the companionship. <laughs> if if it, if I want to do more, I can. If I don't, you know. And a lot of trans women have to do this to get to certain places in sure. their transition that they want to do. Some are, you know... even more involved in sex work i've i don't identify as a sex worker i've never done that not that there's anything wrong with it more power to sex workers it's just not part of my story yeah yeah okay interesting then maybe 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 not quite and you're these are guys just from raya no, I mean, there's been... Or were, like, were you on Seeking... Because if you're on Seeking Arrangement... I have that, been on Seeking Then that's sugar. Okay, yeah, that, so it called me definitely. a sugar baby if yeah, you want Yeah, there we to. go. Okay, so <laughs> I guess, no, you just read me. So yeah, no. True. That's all right. We, I feel like we've all <laughs> taken a look. I've been on there. Yeah. You know? uh, I just want to make sure that... I, sometimes I feel like with sugaring or whatever, people think that like... It's there was some issue of like non consent going on, but for me, everything I've ever done in terms of that has been consensual. I've also, you know, had non consensual experiences, but it was never related to that. Yeah, but I think a lot of people just think I think that's just more people's like stigma about sex work in general. Like they were like, oh, they couldn't possibly want to, and so they just assume that if it's paid for in some capacity, then it's not consensual, and those just people have. Their own hang-ups on that. Yeah, but yeah. every date, 
there's a transaction going on. Yeah. If you take out a girl to dinner and you buy her dinner, oh, you think I can pay for dinner? That's hilarious. Okay. If you no, take, if you take her out for a <laughs> coffee, <laughs> I don't. Know. I think I can swing a coffee. Okay. And that's a think, everybody. If, if Pledge on Patreon. Maybe <laughs> like an iced tea or something. I'm sure there's like this transactional aspect to it where like you maybe not you. I'm speaking about men generally, not all men, but they're expecting something, a second date. Yeah. sex a kiss at the end of the date there is some transactional element that has just been embedded into dating culture it doesn't yeah. matter if you're gay straight trans whatever it is a part of what it is so like yeah like maybe i can just reap the rewards. maybe i can amp it up a little bit maybe i can get a, a chanel purse out of it like and you know at least you know i have something to show for it sure sure yeah <laughs> So, so are you dating almost like, are you just on Raya? Like where, where you date here in New York City? Um, Raya, I use, it's a bit pretentious. Mm -hmm. Um, Tinder is okay. Okay. Um, I've also been on Grindr here and there. There's a trans section on Grindr. Uh It depends on what I'm in the mood for, really. Um, The experiences you have on the different apps are very, very different. Well, Raya, it seems like we got a taste of what that is, and it tastes delicious. Uh, But but then what are the... What 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 is a I'm in a Tinder guy kind of mood, and what's a I'm in a Grindr guy mood? I would say... Okay, so the men on Grindr, I feel like they've had a lot of experience with trans women mm. because they continue, you know, they're they are on Grindr because they've had a lot of experience with yeah. trans women, trans sex with trans women, dating trans women. So to me, there's like a less of an educational aspect. But like on Tinder, it's always like I swipe right with a guy. They're like, "Oh my god, you're so gorgeous," and then I, you know, drop the bomb and like. I'm trans. Mm. Before we meet, I should tell you that I'm trans because sometimes they don't know by looking at my pictures or whatever. And then there, you know, some of them will be like, oh, fuck you, you tricked me, blah, blah, blah. And then there will be some who are like, oh, that's interesting. I'm curious, et cetera, et cetera. So to me, then there's like this whole educational aspect because I know once I meet them, I'm going to have to answer a bunch of questions that might be uncomfortable or just like I'm in the role of like, a teacher and sometimes it gets tiring and exhausting because i don't want to teach someone and when we have sex i don't want to like you know have to show him how to do things sometimes i just want like a guy who's been there done that knows Mm -hmm. knows what to do what kind of things do they need to know well I am a pre-op transsexual Mm. woman, so a lot of men don't know what to do with that. Maybe they're curious about it. Maybe they're interested in it. Dudes have never played with penises before. Or maybe they... I mean, listen, all men have jerked off. Sure, sure, sure. With other penises before. Yeah, sure. But there's, there's a big difference between a guy with a dick and a girl with a dick. Mm. So I'm on hormones. I'm on estrogen. It changes things. It really does. Things become different down there when you're on estrogen and all, you know, the, you know, shit they pump into you when you transition. Things become more sensitive. They, you know, it reacts differently. There's differences in ejaculation. It it really just is. It's different. So a lot of guys just want to jerk it off like they would their own dicks. And it's like, calm down. Yeah. It's hurting me. You need to stop. Treat it 
treat it like a feminine penis. That's how I okay. like to. And there's there's just like I mean, there's a learning curve. <laughs> a learning I, curve. Yes, that's a learning that's, curve for calculus. Learning yeah. curve in sex for sure. For sure. For sex with trans women. Okay. No, I think there's a learning. Oh, curve. I think there's a learning curve for like all dudes. I think there's uh, they all have there's a yeah, learning curve. Yeah. Regardless who they're playing with. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And he said like it's like. Like you have to like do that fucking emotional labor of just explaining shit to yeah. people, and like I mean it's on a, ver- a very different scale. But like I mean I get that from the the non monogamy aspect, yeah. Where they're like, oh well, I'm curious, and then you have to answer twenty questions about ethical non monogamy or polyamory or whatever. Yeah. Just, and then it's like, can we just like can we just do the date? When do we do the date part where I get yeah. to ask you about your dumb sister? Where it's, yeah. Where, when do, I, when do I get to ask what's your major? Yeah, no, people, get, if some, if they're challenged with something they haven't faced before, they just have like, a, it's like 20 questions. Yeah. And by the time you get to number 19, you're like, okay, fuck this. I don't even want to like hang out with you anymore. Because they're like looking at you in a Petri dish and like analyzing you and all your differences. And, you know, I am trans and I am proud, but I also want to be wooed and you know treated like a, a girl sometimes yeah. and, this, and this could be probably for like i mean not to conflate like being yeah. trans with all the yeah. things that are interesting you learn about per- but like there's like like anytime you go on a date with somebody or if you are the person who has like a whether it's like a super different career like mm-hmm. a very right there's always this 20 questions on the first date about this and it's like Maybe you could sprinkle those out over the dates. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, they're an astronaut. Great. Yeah. You probably have 20 questions about being an astronaut. But maybe like be like one or two questions here. One or two questions on that date. Because they they already get that when they're being interviewed or meet people on the train and other dates. Yeah. And you can be the considerate one. You could be that first person who finally goes like, oh, you're a sex worker. I'm not going to pound you with 20 sex worker yeah. questions on our first date. I'm going to ask you a couple now. I'm going to ask you a couple next week and, and you learn about that way. Yeah. Uh, and that way you're not like overwhelmed. Then you don't, the person you're on that date with doesn't feel like, like almost like a sideshow of like, yeah. Yeah. No. And I have to say the biggest turn on for me when I'm talking to someone on an app or whatever is like, once I tell them I'm trans and they're like, okay, cool. That's nice. Uh, what do you do for work? So it's like, <laughs> she's like, okay, and whatever. Like, and oh my God, thank you, Lord. Because they're seeing, they're not like going there immediately. Like, listen, questions about my body and my genitalia and my surgeries. If we're in a relationship or dating, they're going to come up. Yeah. I will answer your questions. Like we're going to get intimate. You're going to get to know those parts of me, but also like, Ask me about my hobbies, my aspirations, my dreams. You know what I'm saying? So for me, the hottest thing a guy can do is just like kind of acknowledge that I'm trans, but not make that the focal point of every interaction we have. Sure. Yeah. And I, and I think I have an idea of the answer, but uh, yeah. what about the guy who go who's listening right now going, well, like, I think she's really hot, but this is a new piece of information for me. I don't know if I'm still interested, but I'm interested enough. I still want to talk to you. Yeah. What does he do? So, I have, and this is the this is the guy who in his head is is pretty much thinking this is the guy who identified as straight. I'm going to paint the yeah. picture of him. Uh, his name's Jim. He yeah. wears jeans every day, okay. no matter what the temperature is. Oh no! Uh, <laughs> and he's but the main thing is like he's thinking very attractive. Does she have a penis? And how do I feel about that? Yeah, and that's in the head. I have an idea of what his answer is, but what do you, what does he do? So this is a complicated answer. So 
it is kind of a turnoff for me when a guy doesn't know what they want. Mm. So if a guy is just kind of like, I'm curious about you, but I don't know. I'm just like, you're really hesitant. And that's not appealing to me. Like, it's really hot when a guy knows what he wants and he wants to go after it. Mm. But there is a caveat to that. Mm. I also am a reasonable... You're gesticulating, yeah. by the way. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. They're great. I'm saying I, 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 it's very... The, the Italian in me very much appreciates it's it. It's a Persian thing, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Um, there is a caveat in the sense that, like, I understand the trans thing is new for most guys. Mm -hmm. So I have to be understanding and men are going to be hesitant. Men are going to have second doubts. So to that guy, I would say like, instead of ask going the 20 questions route, let's meet, get to know me. And then after that, if it's not, if you're not down for it, if it makes you uncomfortable, no pressure. Like I'm fine. How many dates have I gone on where it's like, you're a cool person, but I just think it's not for me. But like, mm. we can be friends and it was nice to meet you. I'm not expecting every guy to be into trans girls. That's yeah. stupid. We like what we like. And some guys don't like girls with it. And there are some people who are, I think, on the more radical end of the spectrum who go like, no, you have to find all women to be attractive, no matter what yeah. bodies or sizes or whatever. Yeah. And, and it's like, whoa, like, can't we still have our preferences? Yeah. And to yeah. me, that is nonsense, yeah. in my personal opinion. I do want to add, however, that there are like systemic historical things that have, in a way, conditioned men to be to have an adverse reaction to trans women. So there are factors that have like infiltrated huh? these men's minds. But that doesn't mean like that is the way it is. So huh. we can't change it like that. You know, one day maybe we'll live in a society where like no one gives a fuck. But like, or where it's such like a blase, or where like like the having a penis thing can be like su it can be a deal breaker. But in the same way that like if you're a Patriots fan, yeah, that would be a deal breaker for me. Yeah, you know, like it it can be so blase. Yeah, like oh you were great except that thing. You know, yeah. there's like which is fine. It'd yeah, like, like anything else. I like I like the rest of you. I'm really into your mind, your soul, your body, whatever. Yeah. But there's this one thing that maybe. I don't like love about you, but yeah. like I like you enough to like we can work it out. I or don't know. Or try it out. Or like, yeah. yeah. I think there's a lot of guys who go, you know, I think there's people who it can be like, um, the fear is like getting to the bedroom and then liking something that you've never identified with before. Yeah. I think that's the big concern yeah there's such a fragile sense of straightness yeah. where it's like if i even am within inches of another dick that's not mine then i'm gay and yeah then I, then I have to go shopping yeah no i mean transphobia is really an extension of homophobia mm. it's like this fear of like being perceived as gay or you know being perceived as less of a man if you're like walking arm in arm with a trans woman down the street so I mean, I get it because, you know, no one wants to be otherized and persecuted. So I understand that men are scared to like be openly with a trans woman. Yeah. But think about what the trans girls have to go through. It's a yeah. lot worse. Um, but what I will say is that like a lot more men than you might think are into trans women oh, and i'm yeah. talking about pre-op trans women yeah. you would be shocked at the amount of messages i get from married men men who are you know sports athletic type sure. of men um just you know businessmen finance men 
some high-profile uh-huh. men who you would never think would deviate from the norm, it happens. Sure. Have you been looking for a custom audio? The voice that will make you melt. The voice that will make you come. That special voice that you will not be able to get out of your head. You have found such a voice. No job is too small. From a short voicemail greeting to a story hours long. I can do them all quickly and professionally. You provide the stories. I provide the voice. Your ears will thank you, and so will your cock. Let's make an audio of your naughty fantasy for you to stroke to. Contact me, Sharon Summers, at eroticaudiorecordings.com. Well, this part has nothing to do with being trans, but like this high-profile person, right? Yeah. Like, what's the dating... Like, what's it like to date someone high profile? Like, not, and look, we're, bo- we're both a couple people verified on Twitter. No yeah. big deal, right? Yeah. But like, there's, there's ver- tw- we have the blue chat. Yeah, we got yeah. that. But like, there's there's between that and yeah, being yeah, this, like, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What's, what the fuck is that like? So when I say he's high profile, I mean, like, he has the blue check and also like close to a million. Like a Netflix. He has followers. like a Netflix special. Yeah. I'm probably. N- I'm not going to comment further. Sure. No, no. But the idea is just like when you're dating someone high profile and yeah. someone who's on Raya like yourself, yeah. it's like, what's that? What's that like? Do you like? Do you ask the twenty questions? Like, have you? I assume you've been on dates with people who are who we would call famous. Yes. And do you ask twenty questions? Do you so, do that to them on so a first date? I actually don't okay. because I feel like for a celebrity or high profile person, it would be a turn off to them for me to like fan a girl. So. I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I, you know, love this set you did. It's so cool. Can I get your autograph? Like, I'm I'm treating them as a regular person just yeah. as they're treating me like a regular person. And this person is super respectful, super not a creep or a weirdo at all. No bad blood with the person that I'm talking right. about. So it was all good. And, you know, we're still friendly and all that sure um but yeah what it's like to be with a high profile person on a date people were stopping him on the street everywhere we would go like oh my god love you this that the other thing people shouting weird catchphrases that maybe you weren't aware and you're like why do you say like go fuck a chipmunk to you why do you say that oh that's like a joke i did in two specials ago so (laughs) yeah no exactly so i was like I I feel so like out of my element here because it's a different experience. I mean, um, but it was kind of fun. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, okay, <laughs> that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I uh, uh, yeah, never never pro- high profile myself. Would love would love to though. Yeah, the close no, I get try it. The close I get to is like rich women. Yeah, those are the best. Rich women are nice. Oh yeah, and but but the, here's the here's how poor I am. Rich to me means like you make like. Eighty thousand dollars a year. That is and a I'm just pretty like, good salary, actually, yeah. in New York City. In New York City, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, she could pay for like a whiskey for me. <laughs> yeah, like like to- like bullet. You yes. can split the check once in a while. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> so so now, what are you looking for in dating now? Um, you know, I'm having a lot of fun. Okay. I got, you know, I which means a lot of 
sex. That's why I feel like in New York City, when people go, like, I'm just having fun. I'm just having a fun time being single, Beth. And, well, and, and I, Beth's like, you're just fucking a lot. But like, it doesn't matter. I it's don't 2018. Know, I don't know if that's necessarily <laughs> true. What I will say is in the past couple of years, I have been very relationship oriented. Uh-huh. I've had two really serious relationships okay. that both did not end well. Um, and after, and relationships are so much work, like so much energy taking care of like someone's like just giving a shit about a person and like their mood affects your mood and you know, you have to worry about their problems and I'm kind of a selfish person. And, and, <laughs> and so after being in like, two, I, was, I was with you on that. Yeah. You said it's so much work giving a shit about someone else i'm like oh yeah sister i feel you on well, that well sometimes it's just like exhausting and i don't feel like doing it because i was in two back-to-back relationships one of them was with um an alcoholic who was in and out of sobriety and you know just like very you know a great person but like i couldn't deal with it because he could not commit to his sobriety and he was like a really not nice person when he was drinking. Mm. And so it was, it left me with a lot of trauma and weirdness. And I was just like, I need to be single for a while. I really need to focus on myself. And you'd be surprised once you cut the dead weight out of the, out of your life, how much like your career advances, how much more productive you become. And that's where I'm at. I'm at a point where like I have you know, I'm at 25 years old. I'm a correspondent on a weekly, you know, premium show. I have my own column. Like, there are things that have happened because I now have the time to, like, work towards those goals. And those things would not have have happened if I'm worrying about whether my boyfriend is making his AA meetings or mm. if he's drinking again or, you know. So, for me, it's just been, like, taking time for myself. Um, but I will say I've been in that fun single period for a while. Mm-hmm. So I am a romantic, a hopeless romantic. So I do want to start seriously dating again. Maybe not like this second or in the next week, but like at some point, you know, in the foreseeable future. Tra- transitioning out of the uh, the the fun zone and back into... Yeah, yeah. I, get, I get that. Like I'll go through ways where like my Bumble bio will like either be my more explicit bio, yeah. which pretty much says... Uh, uh, mostly looking to go down on pretty people and eat pizza. <laughs> that's my like, hey, I'm in a more like, I, you know, yeah. sexual zone. I feel like that's a very grabby little headline for your humbling. <laughs> it works. It works. Uh, um, <laughs> um, but then also, but the times where I'm feeling like, oh no, I really want to be dating and I want to, yeah. you know, I miss love and I'm, you know, I want yeah. someone to cuddle with. Then I feel like I changed my bio to like, Represent like that instead. Yeah, no, exactly. I I completely agree with you. It ebbs and flows. Sometimes you just want to kick someone out of bed the next morning, and sometimes you want someone who you can like spend the day with and breakfast in bed and uh, all the fancy stuff. Stop! Yeah. I'm melting. I'm <laughs> melting. Uh, it, you know, it's weird. Sometimes you know, I've recently been coming home, and uh, on some nights I'll just like randomly just feel like because like I had an ex who used to like basically she didn't live with me, but she was like here. Yeah, like, had a key. 
type yeah. in a situation. So like I would miss, I, I sometimes I just like miss coming home to someone. Yeah. Like I want to skip ahead to the nesting portion where there's someone home who loves me to greet me. Yeah. You know, absolutely. I, I like that. Yeah. I like that part of it all. It's nice. But then there's also the other part where you're like fighting and throwing things at each other. Or like, trying to jump out of a car moving 40 miles an hour. No oh. big deal. That was, that was my Jason Statham moment. I don't know if I can talk oh. that. Uh, yeah. I, uh, <laughs> the day of our breakup, uh, we were driving back. We had to drive back to. We were in her college town, and we had to drive back to her uh, her home. And we like basically we there we were fighting at the hotel, and then we're driving back, and we're not happy. And then she breaks. She's like, "It's over. It's over." But then like tries. We're going forty miles an hour. I'm driving. She tries to. She unbuckles, opens the fucking door, oh tries to get out. I had to reach over, pull her in. The door is open. And my other hand's on the wheel. I'm like, this is like a cool action movie, though. Um, <laughs> it could turn out really, really badly. <laughs> really bad. I totally like saved your life, kind of. Um, no one got injured. No one got injured. Okay. No, because like I kept her yeah. in. I kept her in the car. Yeah. And then was like, no, you're not jumping out of the car. Yeah. I mean, I can pull over, but you don't. Not the moving kind. That's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so some, some, sometimes a relationship is the snuggles and warmth, and sometimes it's jumping trying to jump out of a car. Yeah. yeah. There's no in between. <laughs> oh, but the but the career's been going well now that you've had the focus and uh you got yeah. the, the column transplanting. Yeah, it's um a weekly column that so you mentioned my Walking Wild Trans project mm-hmm. earlier and it was a really big project. It was a series of four videos that explored what it's like, you know, the stares that people get when you're trans and, you know, uh-huh. uh, navigating through the world as a trans person. And after that project launched, I just got like an outpouring of messages and emails from trans people asking me for advice Mm. and um even well i'll get to that maybe after this but yeah so i was like i have all these questions like i need to do something about them so i went to my executive news director and i was like we need a trans advice column Mm. trans people are looking for advice just like anyone else's and i am not the spokesperson for the trans community but i can share my insights through the lens of my personal experience as a trans Mm. person and it's blowing up um it's trending on twitter like every other week um you found it somehow yeah (laughs) um i i'm really proud of it um i think it's kind of groundbreaking not to brag (laughs) she literally (laughs) flipped her hair my weave yeah no (laughs) um i think it's 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 a cool thing. And I think um, we need more trans people speaking our truth to power. We don't need any more cis people telling our stories for us. We just need... Wait, I'm sorry. You, you, I, I thought I heard you say Scarlett Johansson. I'm sorry. Oh, I thought, yeah. Is that... <laughs> Scarlett, yeah. wrong? <laughs> My favorite person in the... Yeah, no. I heard she's playing Nelson Mandela. And <laughs> <laughs> and you know she'll be like i will reluctantly give up the role but i had no idea that this wasn't okay yeah no <laughs> nelson's just a really interesting character yeah. to explore she is just ready. she needs to stop. i think i did talk about canceled culture and how we need yeah. to end it but like we might have to make an exception for scarlett johansson she we might need to cancel her i think we might just have to keep her as black widow and yeah. that's all you get to yeah, do yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, until you're 60 i want to see 60 year old black widow scarlett stuck in a role yeah i can't believe i'm doing this shit yeah yeah um but oh there was another story i want to get to about walking wild trans so 
it caught the attention of a gentleman you may know, Ben Shapiro. Why do I know that name? You don't know Ben Shapiro? Okay, no, I know that name. Why do like, I know that name? Comedian? No. No, like right wing. Oh, oh, I don't. Oh, not someone I know personally. Okay. The right wing, like, commentator who is like, he like basically traffics in hate and he is like, he has a huge following. Okay. Like, he's like on the Tommy Laren, Tucker Carlson, that like, bandwagon, that okay. wavelength. And he saw the video and he made like a scathing response, like, this person referring to me mm. is suffering from a mental disorder this person he is not a woman he's just pretending to be a woman blah 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 and i was just like i made a, a response back to him and i basically debunked everything he said because i don't know i feel like some of these people have just never met a trans person yeah and like you would not be saying half the shit you're saying if you actually like met a trans person so i think it's important for people to meet trans people yeah so and where, where do they meet? I mean, I feel like if you're in Topeka, are you supposed to start searching? I mean, yes, that's the thing. It's go on, go on Instagram, go through the trans hashtags and coordinate. Follow and you, yeah, follow you know. me. Uh, my Instagram is the Serena Jasmine with a Z. So if anyone wants to meet me, no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, careful when yeah. you do that. Yeah. I mean, look, I take pictures with porn stars, and I will get dudes asking me for their contact oh info. Oh my god! Well, I'm happy so, to meet. Careful anyone. when you go, like, oh, I'll meet you. <laughs> I'll meet you in a public place with security. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I think there's power in meeting people who you previously do not have any type of interaction with. I mean, what about you? When did you first meet a trans person? Uh, a, a trans person who I knew was trans, right? Yeah. Or just like, yeah, when well, did you Because well, like, I, I may have met some, you know, yeah, who knows course, when I met, right? Of course, yeah. That's the thing. It's like with anything, whether it's, uh, you know, like, you know, queer people, any sort of queer yeah. person or Republican, like you've probably met one. You just had no idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> but um, tra- probably, I mean, I, pro- I went to NYU. Yeah. So like, I probably, I don't, oh, wonder, what, what did you grad? I was at Steinhardt for MCC. Media oh, me culture. too. Oh my God. Did you five. have Ben Kafka? Ben Kafka, that sounds super familiar. What class ben, did he teach? Uh, he taught a lot, he taught a lot of was different stuff. Was he the stuff, big seminar one? He, he, he taught some of those in a lot of class, but he had like big Jufro-y oh, black yeah, hair. Oh yeah, I uh, did. I took five classes with, with him. That he was great, fantastic. yeah. Uh, so I probably at NYU, but I think I consciously met someone probably like not until after college yeah. because i think i was meeting gay and various yeah. levels of queer people in college yeah and i would see trans people because i was here in new york city yeah i don't think i like met a trans person until i mean my first experience the one the earliest one i can re- i know i've met someone more previous but the earliest one i can remember is being in a subway stairwell and my dick was in her mouth okay that's the earliest one I remember. That's how you got to know a trans person. Just you know, I'm really, I'm really a hands-on kind yeah. of guy. <laughs> so wait, you are open to dating tra- or not dating, but you've hooked up with trans girls. Well, before. I so I've had some experience with trans people. That one I did not know she was trans. Okay, until after it actually was a story I used to tell anymore. And this is like uh, in a more shit. You know what the first trans person? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, was basically I answered a Craigslist ad for a Bukaki as yeah. one does. Yeah, and of course. Yeah, it was like the the guy was uh, the boyfriend or whatever was arranging things, and then just it turned out to just be me and him. Yeah, I guess all the other guys flaked, and so when I and they wanted to do it in a subway stairwell. Okay, like at two in the morning this on is a so Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, but it was oh, it was very specific. They yeah. like really set up an environment where we won't get caught. Yeah, one train stop, uh, a one train, you know, local 
in Brooklyn um, at like two in the morning on a Tuesday. Yeah. Something like that. So I didn't know she was trans. Like I, you know, I introduced myself. She didn't say anything. She just shook my hand. Yeah. Um, and then we went down the stairs and then like, you know, she started to blow us. But then, so it was, a, it was like a two tier stairwell. So there's stairs, platform, turns, nether stairs. So basically, if we heard people coming down, we could like zip up and just like chill for a minute. Yeah. And, th- and that happened at one point during the blowjob. It was a great blow. Yeah. Great blowjob. Yeah. Fantastic. Like, yeah. I got to the point in it where I was purposefully holding back because I'm like, well, I don't want to come yet. So I'm just going to like let That's this keep. That's when you know it's good. Yeah, yeah. When I'm just like, I'm going to let this continue until <laughs> like I, I'm told I'm supposed to come. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are fun. Uh, and apparently frustrating for the uh, other person. Yes. But but we heard people coming downstairs. So I zipped up and I walked down the stairs and they stayed up on the platform. When the people passed, I walked back up. But I was walking up. I had a different angle. And that's when I noticed like her Adam's apple. Yeah. And so I and, and I'm t- I'm 22 at the time. Yeah. So I just walked straight out and I just left. Um, and then I texted the boyfriend because that's the number I had. I, and I texted him like, just not cool. Yeah. And he said, my bad. But like for me, it was like, it wasn't like I was freaking out. Like I wasn't, I didn't leave angry. Yeah. I My main thing was like, dude, like be happy it was me. Yeah. Because I'm just going to laugh about this. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm t- again, I'm 22. So yeah. I think like, oh, it's a switcheroo. Hilarious. Yeah. I've since gained more better content. Yeah. <laughs> but but I tell him like be happy it was me because like if it was the wrong guy, yeah. that could have gotten ugly real quick. If yeah. he has a knife, a fragile sense of self, both of y'all, um, the boyfriend's black, like y'all both could have ended up dead in the subway stairwell. Yeah. Um so that was just my word of advice. And, and that's something I wanted to ask you about later about the like yeah. when like d- disclosing by default or not, and there's arguments people make on, yeah. on, on both sides of that. And that was my earliest one that I remember. Yeah. I had a couple others. I had one where like I matched with someone. Someone answered a Reddit ad. Yeah. From Random Acts of Blowjob. Yeah. I don't know if you're familiar. I'm so. really. I'm not. I'm, it- I'm on Raya. Remember? Oh right, I forgot. <laughs> you're a classy bitch. Um, it's just a subreddit where people like. Uh, it's a subreddit where like there are dicks and people who want to suck the dicks. Yeah. And they match them up. Okay. And so the, uh, this woman like responded and. I had an inkling she might be trans, uh, so we, and we, we met up, and then it kind of got confirmed when I was there. I could like just you know, kind of tell, or yeah. the the voice register sometimes yeah. or whatever. And so, um, but I so we were talking, and then that came out, and then I was like, I'm not usually my thing, but I I was really horny at the time. Yeah, so I was just like. Well, what if like we went back to your place and like I because I used to do stroke shows for men. Yeah. Right? Like camming. Yeah, I used yeah. to cam. I did a couple in person ones, um, like going into someone's apartment, taking money and hoping I don't get murdered. Yeah. Um and so I was like, let's go back to your place. I'll put on like a show for you. So but that this it it built like so she was like touching like thighs and areas, but then worked her way up to eventually it just ended up being a hand job. Mm-hmm. Um and that was like I felt fine about I like I didn't like again like I left I'd be like yeah like a woman who still has a penis like jerk me off yeah uh, I'm not gay yeah and if I was it wouldn't be the end of the world but also like nothing changed about what I'm into yeah um the other ones would be my genderqueer ex which didn't really play much into it other than I called her daddy a little bit more often Ooh, than I would that's interesting yeah that was I the gender play in that was fine and comfortable for me because like I saw where she like her her boyness and her girlness and all yeah. that stuff. Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, then there was a there's a trans dude who was basically starting the transition. So just mm. 
Like he looked just like an awkward Asian nerdy chick. Because he was like, like, like a month in type of thing. Got right? it. Got it. So, and we arranged a scene where like, uh, he would like use my motor bunny, which is a like, uh, think of like a boat engine with a dodo on it. Oh my gosh. It's very, very powerful. <laughs> <This> metaphor. <laughs> yeah. It's very powerful sex toy and, uh, promo code man whore, everybody. And, uh, he got on it and the idea was like, he was going to be on it and blow me. But like I didn't, I wasn't into it, not because he was trans, just because like he was being fucking weird about yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So those are my like limited experiences. But I'm, you, like, you're you're an open minded person, generally speaking. I mean, I'm definitely more open minded than the average yeah. comic at an open mic. Yeah. I, I don't you know don't, if I you don't know. <laughs> true. Well, I I don't know. I don't know like how into into it I've been. Yeah. But like it's it's a thing where it's like sometimes it comes up, and a lot of times I go like, ah, uh, Bailey J makes me feel things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So open, I guess. Yeah. But not something I pursue, and not something I'm like particularly into. But something that hasn't. I don't know. Like it's not usually an instant unmatch. Yeah type of thing yeah so, God. that's that's where i'm at i don't know if that answered your question yeah no no i'm not totally used to getting did. i love when i get questions but i rarely get questions no so, i was just i was just yeah. wondering yeah uh, yeah so some stuff has happened we'll yeah. see there was a glory hole i don't know who that you know that was you a, have had a, some crazy <laughs> yeah bukkake glory holes sex Reddit. parties i yeah billy's <laughs> billy's done some stuff yeah yeah and i mean yeah. you are the man whore podcast so. i am that man whore guy <laughs> all i want is someone to love me back but yeah. whatever fine <laughs> Uh, one day one day i hope so yeah ah but serena thank you so much for chatting with me um would you do you have a little like maybe an extra 10 15 minutes do a little bonus episode yeah of course let's do that you're fun to talk to um where can people find you and your in your column transplaining trans it's a great title transplaining (laughs) thank you um it's on Mm mike.com um it's a weekly column every tuesday sometimes wednesdays Okay. Um, if I'm delayed, if you're delayed, <laughs> slash hungover, my, <laughs> if I miss my deadline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, social media, where can people go follow you? Um, Twitter, Serena Jasmine, Jasmine with a Z. Instagram, the Serena Jasmine, Jasmine with a Z. And then I'm on Facebook, um, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys, go connect on that yeah. LinkedIn. If you want to professionally connect. Have you have you hooked up with anyone from LinkedIn? Because I've heard about those stories I, and those are bizarre. I literally have never done that. You no. know, you know, the weirdest meetup through like an app that's not meant for dating is one of my uh, one of my friends, uh, Adam Lucidi. He is uh, engaged to a woman he met on Periscope. What? She was a fan of his periscopes. She lived in Texas. He was here. Oh my flew god. Flew here to meet a stranger that she just would like watch on Periscope and now they're engaged. Yeah. And it's fucking adorable. The power of social media. <laughs> well, um uh everybody, you know, that that's uh Serena for now. All my Patreon people, my five dollar and up fan whores, you will hear a bonus episode with her tomorrow. But for now, why don't you say goodbye to all these people? Bye, man whore audiences. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Wow, there's so many people to to check out on the social media on this one. Go follow Kendall Farrell. Go follow Serena. Go follow me. We're all on the Twitters, the Instagrams, the places. I would love to know what you thought about this week's episode. Shoot me an email with your comments, your questions, maybe some booby pictures. You can send that on over to manwhorepod at gmail.com. Billy, can I send you my dick? 
only if you take a Sharpie and you write my name on it. If you're in the greater Los Angeles area, look, I really, really want to pack out this show so I know that there is demand for me to take the Man Whore Podcast on the road. Get your tickets for the Man Whore Podcast live in LA show. There's a ticket link in the show notes. I really want to see y'all there. I really want to hang out with some cool fan whores at the meetup. Make that happen. And last but certainly not least, become a member of the fan whore community on Patreon is an excellent way to both support the podcast and connect with your fellow sex-positive fan whores. You can join for as little as $1 per month. Head on over to patreon.com slash podcast to become a member today. Again, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash podcast. Next week, we have a returning guest to the show. Oh, yeah. You remember those naked episodes? <laughs> I bet you do. Well, if you remember Hillary from last year's Naked Show, she's coming on back with a very heartfelt, real, and raw story. And I'm excited to share it with you all next week. But until then, stay slutty. Stay <laughs> slutty.